Hi, I'm Stage and Stages Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to The Hamilcast. Boots and cuts and boots and cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey fam, I'm going to waste no time going into episode two, but I wanted to let you know you should probably listen to episode one because this week I'm talking once again to Anna Lee Craig. She is the A2 of Hamilton on Broadway, which is theater tech speak for being one of the three sound badass gurus of Hamilton on Broadway. They make the show sound as awesome as possible and Anna Lee and I are going to get right into it. But full disclosure, you might be a little lost if you didn't listen to part one of our hangout. So go back, do that, and then come and listen to this one. All right, here we go. I should mention this is probably not interesting for a podcast, but stop saying that. I need, <laughs> I need everyone involved in Hamilton to stop saying that. You, you guys should are put not this in at the end. Well, this but this is not so good. So I'm married to a man named Alex. Mm-hmm. I sing his name, <laughs> Alexander, every opportunity. I'm like, don't forget to text me. <laughs> and he's like, does he no. go hi? No, he just goes. <laughs> Doesn't it get old? It's three years now. <laughs> And it doesn't. And the answer like, is no. The answer is no. Sorry, my love. I'm going. So I, I do. I love that though. It does not get old. No, no. I've seen the show. I mean, so in August, not? in August, it was my 1,000th show, which is well, definitely con- like the yeah, most shows I've ever done. Too. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah, not tired <laughs> at all. Us. No, it's, no. It's good. And you know, I went away for two weeks. I went away for the week before my wedding. Then I got married. And then I went away for the week after. And then I came back. And the first show that I mixed, I was like, oh. Right. (laughs) I was just like, fuck yeah, guys. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back and the show is better than ever. Yes. Right? You're like, like, it's such a good feel. T. Jeff coming in in act two. I am. I'm just like, what what did I miss? Oh, wait. Uh, Nothing. The show's amazing. And I always know it. All right. So I have questions about what I witnessed. Yeah, yeah. While you were at work. So those calls before the show during the intermission phone? you have sort of i guess what i'm gonna call like the bat phone yeah, there yeah. Was like a, it's like a bat phone because there's the bat phone and then there's the walkie-talkie yes so who is on either end and what is what is happening with that okay on the bat phone because i love this <laughs> uh on the bat phone that's calm it's the stage manager who's calling okay and also i can talk to the conductor Okay. So I check in with the stage manager. They're like, you ready to go? And I'm like, yes. And then I talk to the conductor and I'm like, hey, let's make sure MIDI works because that's what fires the sound effects and the lights. Okay. So let's make sure all the interconnected parts are working. We do a little check. I get a little message in a chat that says like to the revolution. It does. Is that is that like? It's the, it's the pre-recorded re- message. Like, does it work? To the revolution. All right, it works. <sighs> Um, and then, so that those are the who I talked to on the bathroom. That was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I just love how in it you guys all are. We're, like, you guys are just, we're just like as us. big of fans. You guys are in it. Uh, we have like Wi Fi networks called Yorktown and Monticello. Like, we're in it. Yorktown is my favorite thing that's ever existed. Yorktown is so much fun to mix, I gotta say. <laughs> all right, we have to get to that one. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, and then who I'm talking to on the 
walkie-talkie is just my team backstage. It's just sound. Mm-hmm. So it's Dodie and Justin when I'm mixing. When Justin is mixing, it's me and Dodie. Okay. And they're the ones running interference. Right. Basically. And so after the show, which is another amazing thing that I got to experience, you took me downstairs into the basement yeah. and showed me like the control room of what's, I guess, connected to your console yeah 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 yeah. it's all the the parts and pieces that actually make the speakers go and sometimes you're down there yeah and sometimes you're up where we were yeah okay. so justin and i switch back and forth my primary job the a2 is the backstage business okay um and that's like maintenance of the system that's interacting with the actors that's building the mics that's listening ahead of time when everybody's in the wings to make sure that when they do get on stage those mics are working um and then the mixer can only mix you can't think about anything else so so if there's a yeah. problem if there's a broken mic if eliza has to go off stage because she really has to pee and she forgot to, uh-huh. uh, like you unplug the mic so that she's not embarrassed or sure. whatever yeah, yeah. you know or if a microphone's broken you pull it out but then you put it back in just for like the moment when they have a line until you can switch them out all of that is backstage and the mixer cannot help they're isolated. They're in the audience and they're with the actors and they're all focused on what's happening on stage. Right. And that was it, you. That was slash me last us night. last night. Yes. I'm saying us. Yes. Us. You and I. I'm so not. Oh my you God. You and I were no. in it. You and I. <laughs> no. That was us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, all the no. Washingtons that have ever sung that line. I apologize. Uh, yeah. But so, so the backstage track is the one that's like running slash listening uh-huh. to the song before it's happening okay basically all right okay there are so many things that you told me about really quickly but one thing i really wanted to ask was so in the those cues yeah where it's like you know aaron bursar like we were talking about before yeah um who writes those because there was one cue that i saw <laughs> that was dumb was you big dumb. dummy <laughs> sad face cue and that was during Washington on your side yeah. every other cue was like there was one I think uh, in history has its eyes on you where it's like Alexander Yeah, a bunch yeah. of R's I'm like this, I wrote all these cues because <laughs> some of the like the words are capitalized that I would have capitalized yep. what is your big dummy sad face your big dummy sad face is a new cue that we just added this week no way yeah and uh, it's because we added delay change during the O's because <gasps> they move upstage we talked about delay yeah so that everybody but we'll have to we, you and I did but we'll talk about it oh right, right. All right. Here. Yeah, we talked about it last night. But that, that was going to be the next thing I was going to ask. Okay, great. So delay, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, so it's a delay change, but it wasn't something that they figured out until uh, the sound team, the Nevin and Jason, his assistant, figured out that like it would really work until they did it in Chicago and San Francisco and, and LA. Now they've opened in LA and they were like, okay, this cue really works. We're going to do a delay change. And we try to unify all of the mixes in all of the companies. Okay. So that we're all taking the same buttons. So it doesn't get like really disparate. So you can like send whatever the setup is to... We just all individually make sure it's all set up the same. So that if somebody ever has to cover somebody else, we can kind of switch around. Okay. We kind of like that. Right. (laughs) Um, So we added this cue that they have in other companies, but we forgot to for a long time. (laughs) 
So now it's the big dummy Q. <laughs> big dummy sad face. Sad like face. colon. Yes. Big dummy sad. <laughs> um, the, uh, it's like the hoofing, what I call the hoofing yes. move, where it's yes. like after the southern. The motherfucking Democratic Republicans. Oh, now follow the money and see where it goes. Oh, because every second the treasury grows. Oh, if we follow the money and see where it leads. Get in the weeds for the seeds of Hamilton's misdeeds. So what we were talking about last night that we just sort of mentioned is your job of dealing with when someone is upstage, midstage, mm. downstage, how that affects the audience. Yes. And please explain it because you guys, it is the most insane and it's so cool and it's just like so freaking Hamilton. <sighs> so this is a thing that sound designers can do, but not everybody bothers with it because it can get, can get really meticulous. Mm-hmm. We do in our sound family, and particularly this is like Nevin Steinberg's decision, and we follow it. Um, but there's this thing called delay time, and it all has to do with the speed of sound and how you're, you can see someone's mouth moving and how the sound syncs up to you seeing how their mouth is moving and we're only changing like milliseconds so it's not super drastic but it you can kind of feel that something's like weird you might not be able to place it yeah but you're like like your brain might not get it yeah but the fact that you guys sort of fix it fix the problem before it happens right so if somebody is far upstage you know that's like 10 or 20 feet uh, and and the speed of sound is different and the speakers stay in the same place. So as right. you're moving, the sound is hitting you at a different time. Right. Uh, and so it's it's called time alignment. Um, and so we adjust the time delay to make sure that the time is aligned with what you're seeing with your eyeballs. So are you you're not doing that in the mixing board? You were saying that that is already pre pre-programmed based on the blocking of the show and, and it's not for every single move it's only when you're you're downstage long enough for it to be to matter and only when you're upstage long enough for it to matter can you give some examples king george he he starts in the center stage for mm-hmm. his first song you'll be back right and so he's got a one delay time but then right. he goes da 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 and while he does that he's walking down stage and he goes to basically the edge of the stage mm-hmm. so we change the time delay to sync up to the bottom when he stops and not everybody does that you were saying like no. not every show does that yeah yeah like some i guess for some shows like maybe it doesn't matter because you're moving around so much you never lock on that much or for some stages they just might not be that deep so like upstage to downstage just like you don't notice it yeah Uh, or for some people like it just doesn't bother them yeah it's a thing that is really important to our sound designer and so we program it in and if it's a little bit better that's that much better and worth the effort for the show i love that between you the focus on that and the focus on the mics and you the the whole team is just so invested in everyone really being just in like the moment and just really experiencing this in the best way possible yeah yeah it's definitely like the primary goal is like storytelling and not being distracting but also like this is the best like the show is the best like the the creative team is the best so like we're also bringing like every possible tool that we have right to make it that much better like right. if we have another tool we're going to use it if it's going to make it better even if it's like a lot of work right 
All right, so now we're going to dive into some questions from the Patreon peeps, and I'm going to play my new intro to the Patreon peeps, courtesy of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ah! Patreon peeps, wonder powers, activate. (laughs) Perfect. If I were Shockwave, this would be much more impressive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Patreon peeps. Alexander. Allison is asking something that I have been dying to ask you, but she, of course, like, because she's a Patreon peep, she wrote it in a much more beautiful way. <laughs> and I have been dying to talk to you about this. She says, sound mixing is an intensely complex field that I've always found to be male dominated. Mm-hmm. As a badass female in the field, have you had to work to overcome the patriarchy fuck the patriarchy (laughs) or have you been embraced i've definitely like encountered my share of little girly sweetheart oh Oh, you can't mean yeah oh oh, (laughs) you call it that commonly referred to as (laughs) um but my team this team is like fucking awesome and like nevin i don't know if he knows i'm sure he does but like he kind of goes out of his way to hire women like of all the teams that I've ever worked on like he has a bunch of shows not just Hamilton but like Jess Paz is a woman that uh that ha- is on his Dear Evan Hansen team and yes. like Hamilton West Coast the A2 who does my job is one of my very best friends Adriana Brannon what's and up Adriana she's the most badass <laughs> and like uh, Nevin like works with a lot of sound women and like our all of our interns have been women that is amazing. I, I'm like incredibly privileged to be a part of this family. Like yeah. this family is like where the women sound engineers we right. want them. When so you I've were been coming lucky. up though, when you were like learning about this, were you? Did you ever experience that? Did you feel like I'm sort of I'm oh like a God, woman yes, in a man's world? Absolutely. And like, which they, I hate that I even said that, but like, right, it's but such like bullshit. It feels, you feel it, and, you, and like people underestimate like that you can pick things up. Or yeah, they like you're just some like, idiot. Or they like talk down to you, like <sighs> you, you're probably not going to understand this, but right. and like actually, I have a degree, <laughs> so I like, can explain the shit to you. So better like, than... don't really worry about me. Yeah, but I've actually been like very, very lucky. Like most of my bosses, with with a very few exceptions, really unfortunate exceptions, have been like, "Hey, you're a woman, and you're going to have to deal with some shit, and we hate that." This sucks, but you're like you're a woman and you people are going to treat you like shit. So tell me because it happens and like don't second guess yourself. And like I've had a number of bosses be like that. I'm like, hey, dude, thanks. Uh, yeah. So I've been really lucky. That is very cool. That someone is that they're open to hearing that. Yeah. Because the, I mean, it's a rare that, thing. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm just I'm just lucky. I'm yeah. just like super lucky. Well, you're just the fucking coolest. <laughs> I just think it's awesome. Uh, do you have any advice for ladies who want to get into this job oh my I guess. god okay if, just if they like, feel like it's a male dominated thing like what are you just like Annalise fuck saying? that bullshit fuck that shit. like no uh, right we, we can curse okay so like yeah. seriously like fuck the shit <laughs> like you know your own mind right you put your nose to the grindstone and like you beat the fucking assholes who are like mediocre and they get the job anyway because like guys are just like used to like working with guys like no fuck that bullshit like you know your shit like do the work show up on time and 
show that like you're serious about this business so that they just like can't afford to ignore you. Yes. Um, and, and I, there are so many women that I've met in the, in the sound industry and not just like, not just like musicals, but like also like recording, like, like it's a male dominated industry across multiple industries of sound, like hook up with women's audio mission. They, they have like workshops online. They're based out of San Francisco. They have the only wit completely woman run studio that I think exists yes. at all. So women's audio mission.org wham. Okay. They're badass. I'm going to put that in the link under this episode. Yeah, do do they have, gr- they have like amazing um, videos and tutorials. Like you can educate yourself like, and just be better than everybody else and they can't ignore you like i don't i don't care if you are used to dealing with dudes and you want to have locker room talk like i'm sorry i'm the best so you have to hire me and also like i just want to just my two cents in this is just i've been so used to being like oh this this pain in the ass be the pain in the ass speak absolutely keep talking and just say like i'm good at this and here i am and yeah yeah and and just find like google the thing about like what you love and find a community who is going to support support you you, for sure yeah so find your people and just like be the badass that you are yes oh man i just want to go i just (laughs) want to have like four other episodes just about that um alisa says what song has the most cues oh well we were gonna do 10 duel and then we were gonna talk about yorktown right yorktown's like just super fun um i don't know about the most advanced cues but but the most moves, yeah, the most fader moves is either Ten Dual Commandments or Reynolds Pamphlet. Those are the two hardest songs in the show because it's Hands so down. many people talking. And it's one house, person. His own house. Yes, one line, one line, one line. You have to get it right, and because if you don't, you don't have time to like bring their mic up. It's the next person, and there's and it's somebody else, and right. it's like combinations of two people are saying it's like this is Hamilton and Lafayette now. Add Burr, now add Madison, now drop it all because they say, damn. Alexander Hamilton had a torrent affair, and he wrote it down right there. Highlights. The charge against me is a connection with one James Reynolds for purposes of improper speculation. My real crime is an amorous connection with his wife for a considerable time with his knowing consent. I had frequent meetings with her. Mrs. Hamilton with our children being absent on a visit to her father. No. Have you read this? Never gonna be president now. 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 One less thing to worry about. That's one less thing to worry about. I came as soon as I heard. Angelica. All the way from London. Angelica, thank God someone who understands what I'm struggling here to do. I'm not here for you. How long did it take you to really get into a muscle memory of it? Oh, um, a year, probably. I still flip the pages of my script because it's in my hand choreography. I'm not fucking with that shit. Also, if I'm tired. Well, I saw you last night flip like a couple pages because you had gone through... Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. couple songs that happened and you were like, oh shit, I'm not. Well, there's some scenes that are so fast that I, there was never a point when I could afford to look at the script. Right. Like the beginning of Skylar Sisters. Yeah. You could never. So that when you're training on the mix, memorize that. 
up until um, up until there's nothing like Summer in City the second time. Someone in a rush next to someone looking pretty. Yeah. From the from the beginning of Scarlet Sisters to that, don't try to like you could never right try. You just have to memorize. It's Peggy, Angelica, Eliza, Peggy, Angelica, or Peggy, Eliza, Angelica, and memorize it because you couldn't read it fast enough. Daddy said to be home by sundown. Daddy doesn't need to know. Daddy said not to go downtown. Like I said, you're free to go. But look around, look around. The revolution's happening in New York. It's bad enough Daddy wants to go to war. People shouting in the square. It's bad enough there'll be violence on our shores. No ideas in the I'm looking for a minded work. I'm looking for a minded work. I'm looking for a minded work. And then there are sometimes where like Burr or Hamilton's um Fader? Fader mm-hmm. would move. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, at like first I was like, okay, so this is where Hamilton lives. No, no, no. Like it, it's just in that ju- song. No, just in that song. So like it's it's sort of it's like when, when you know Eliza Omen or like Hope and Draney, It's just like no, like every track, it's a different. Yeah, every like, song the is swings. It's the same thing. Like, and it, it does make sense though because if certain people are talking to each other, it just makes sense for your hands to be closer to exactly. each other in that moment. Exactly. And then if Hamilton needs to be on this, or if Burr and I just and just to see that was just like a mind-blowing, just a mind-blowing thing. Lisa's also asking, what happens if and when the mics and the backup mics go out? Has that ever happened? Not on, knock on wood, mm-hmm. uh, not on Hamilton and Burr, and they're the only people doubled mic'd. Everybody else has just one. Wow. Um, but they're the only ones. A, l- a lot of shows, all their principal. well, I don't know about a lot. It requires a budget. But like... Mm-hmm. A number of shows have a bunch of important cast members on two microphones. So right. that if the main one goes down or gets sweated out, sweat outs are like the real concern in our show. Right. Because everyone's dancing for three straight hours, basically. And wearing really heavy like things. Like wool coats. Luckily, you know, at the public, they were legit wool. And luckily, we've moved <laughs> to something a little bit lighter. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two mics. Um. But... but like there's only so much you can do. They have to come off stage right. for you to change their microphone. And then they just works. belt it out, I guess, until they, until, until we can put a new mic on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's the show must go on. Literally. I mean, you just, just like sort to. of do it until we have like a backup, backup plan that we've never had to implement. But like in tech one time, Nevin, like just, we were like having a little sidebar and I was like, so what do you think about these mics? Are they pretty? Blah, blah. <laughs> um, do you want this on the left side? instead of the right side. And he was like, I'm sure you know this, but like, let's be clear. I never want Washington to come out with a dead mic. If you have to like put a, give him a handheld. And I was like, got it, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that's our plan. I guess C a would be, you know, nothing breaks. B is get a a backup on him. Just like on top of his clothes and on him. And then C is hand him a handheld because we're not going to go through right hand man with no mic. I mean, 
just walk right you on just out. Walk, yeah. Hand of and a hand going to be so excited to finally meet the proud of, the pride of Mount Vernon. I mean, I <laughs> like love, just I yeah. love and and even last night everyone was like, "Woo!" Yeah, I love that. We love that. We're like, "You're hyped. We're hyped." Yeah, let's go. Let's, yeah, and no one's going to give a shit. They're they're going to be like, "This is so cool." It's George happening. Washington came out holding his own microphone, yeah. you guys. He's like, literally an MC. <laughs> uh, and then it came back in cabinet battles. Like, yes. what a throwback. That exactly. was so cool. Exactly. So like so that backup plan we've never had to do thank god because how embarrassing <laughs> well i mean it's, but it's because like it would be the, me i would be walking on stage in my flannel <laughs> being like here you go mr washington here you sir and, sir. and plus he's got a sword it would be difficult i know that i never want to do has it a mind of its own i've heard yeah people people struggle mm. molly's asking is working the soundboard for hamilton pretty similar to other shows or are there any differences or challenges that are ham specific hamilton is the hardest show <laughs> on broadway <laughs> yeah I, I mean you all know how many words are in the show mm-hmm. you know so it's 571 pages thank you ian thank you ian so and there are no breaks i don't like jillian's all like i can take a sip of water with my left hand because my right hand is busy mm-hmm. during that would be enough and burn you'll be back <laughs> burn <laughs> and the short little king song right before john adams but you're still watching everything like you your guard is never you're oh. never like relaxed no no yeah. you're doing a really fantastic shoulder moves <laughs> you're like stretching you're getting yourself together but you are not you are folk you are there one zillion percent i mean there's there's really i mean uh, it's 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 insane the focus that you you it definitely requires like much more than any show i've done yeah and and i've done a lot of three hour shows but they didn't feel like like this feels right hopefully though like if i like when i ever like do another show that's like an amazing opportunity i'll be like i got this in the bag i did hamilton oh no you're gonna be you're gonna get anything (laughs) you ever want to do the dream is like a 90 minute show (laughs) That's my next. A 90 minute one person show. A 90 minute one person <laughs> hit that runs. Hit. <laughs> of course. That's that's the dream. Of course. I mean, obviously. Lithia is asking, um, I love this question. How do the mechanics of the turntable and moving parts of the set, do they ever interfere with the sound from mm-hmm. either the band or the cast? Like, how do you deal with that? Man, that is such a good question. I love that question, yeah, right? Nice. Um, during Quiet Uptown, that turntable is not. I'm going to play that underneath, guys. So <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> it is so squeaky. But you know what? They figured it out. Like they, they the re- turntable squeaky? Yeah, they re engineered it for every single other company. It's just very difficult to like close a sold out show on Broadway to like put in a new turntable. Sure. But I saw the um, West Coast production when it was in San Francisco because my friend is the A2, Adriana Brennan. Right. And their turntable is quiet. It's quiet. It's literally quiet uptown. It is amazing. And so all I want for Christmas is a new turntable. Anyone? <laughs> Anybody? Whoever can do it. I would love it. <laughs> and I'm sure the whole town team would love it. It's okay, so, so squeaky. So, so the, but the thing is, I don't... The you thing don't is, hear you it? You don't hear it because you can't hear anything you're through your sobs. Yeah. Or And it's just... That's the hope. But well, also, there's a lot of reverb in that in that beautiful song. There's like a lot of reverb. So it's like filling the surround speakers that are actually in the perimeter instead of just in front of you. Right. Like Quiet Uptown happens around you and mm-hmm. it envelops you. Whereas like some other songs are like 
they're happening and you're watching them uh-huh. from the front. Right. So that helps. Yeah. I mean, if you are not in it during Quiet Uptown, yeah. you're doing this whole thing all wrong. But I can imagine some like sound sensitive, like some like audiophile down front being like, it's quite a... And just be like, but man, th- I am totally out of it But now. there are some things, like there's the... um. Like the Yorktown, the record, mm-hmm. it sounds like the record. Yeah, yeah. So there are people who might think like. Oh, it's intentional. Th- yeah, that's intentional. Yeah. But I, I hear what you're saying because, I, I, you know, listeners, you know, I'm constantly apologizing for things that nobody else hears. <laughs> right. Except right. for me. But when you have these like badass headphones, which you don't wear, you don't no, wear headphones. No, no, I could never. No. No. Uh, and like some some in some productions like you might wear calm to like hear the stage manager but like mm-hmm. how could I possibly? No. No. So, no headphones. Well, why is is the conductor screen there then? Like have you guys ever give me an example of why having that little screen of the conductor there is is helpful to you? I watch the conductor a lot actually same so when i <laughs> advance awesome. a cue yeah i try to lock it in to when the song technically ends okay and advance before the downbeat of the first because the mi- the levels of the instruments are different so like all the violins might be straight across zero and they're all set at the same level for one song but then like violin one might have like a little thing in the next song so they're bumped a little bit so i'm trying to like not change the level and relationship that everybody in the band is until the song is over right when he like does a cutoff right and then i switch do they have a video of you they don't but my team backstage can see my hands okay i have a um i have a camera above me no way and they can only see your hands yeah they can only see my hands that is the fucking coolest thing ever (laughs) there's probably like a picture on instagram of just like the view of just like hands on buttons no way yeah 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 and so they could just see my hands and that and so like when i'm backstage if i'm like oh that sounded really loud is a microphone like going bad yeah i can look and just be like oh he's just mixing them loud or you know or like oh this person decided to belt unusually right i can hear everything backstage and like i have a special mix has anyone ever told you like hey ps i'm on for this role tonight i'm gonna kind of do something a little different actually absolutely really um so trico who we all know has taken over as burr in the chicago company trico so many things to say about him so amazing so he was working with lack to kind of like see what he could do for a room where it happens mm-hmm. and also when he was on for washington so they were doing some work together um to kind of like develop his own personalized versions of those two right and so like one day i was i was mixing and he was just like just so you know the end of room it's gonna be kind of different <laughs> And different I was just like, meaning, like, oh, like so different how? Blow the goddamn roof well, off. Well, I don't know. I was like, are you gonna get quiet? Are you gonna no, get intense? You know, like he could do anything. He could be like, he's like, I'm gonna act it really hard. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> so he was just like, just like be ready for like, it's gonna be loud. So just I want to prepare you. And I was just like, okay, I will adjust accordingly. And I'm really glad that he did. And and it's always great when when somebody is working with Lack to like try something new. It's always great for a heads up to be like, hey, the thing that you're expecting, not gonna happen. Yeah. 
something you've never heard before is going to happen. So plan accordingly or like just like be on your toes. Yeah. Because like who knows? And, and and have you ever been in that position where someone has not said that to you and then you're like, oh, shit, this vocal journey yeah. is awesome. But oh, my God, not at all prepared. Totally, totally. Or like, you know, sometimes people will pull me aside and be like, hey, I'm like feeling a little sick, but like I'm OK. But can you give me a little, you know, zhuzh. and it's like, I got you. you I got what's you. The coolest thing that you guys love and trust each other so much. It's so it's so good. And unfortunately, like a little bit rare to have that like such a tight relationship yeah but like yeah like when when people are feeling like a little bit under and we know their voices so well yeah know, we hear them more than anyone right you know except for maybe their husbands so right. like we're like oh are you hey are you a little sick and it's like oh yeah I, you can tell i'm like oh just a little like nobody else can tell but like are you a little <laughs> but under? it's also my job to hear exactly how you it's just like sound. you didn't you didn't say that quite or you didn't sing that quite in the exact way that i've heard you do it yeah. a thousand times yeah literally a, a thousand, thousand times, times. <laughs> so yeah so like it's always nice to have a little heads up and be like hey can you just like give me that little magic yeah it's like, yeah i got you and i love that you know i keep putting thane and nick walker in the same question but it's it's really i mean they're pranksters and they, they have both told me how they just like messing with people on stage but i think that that means that the fact that they feel comfortable enough means that they trust the sound people that they're gonna mute them maybe a little too much can, <laughs> yeah no they are really when nick walker was here and when michael Lawyer was here i was like how have you guys not been called into the principal's office? Exactly. This is crazy <laughs> that you can be messing with people while they're on stage. I was like, I feel like that's not something a person could do. That's the second time I referenced that. <laughs> Kathy is asking, I love this question. How has your personal life changed since the popularity of Hamilton? Mm. When did you realize that Hamilton was a thing and a phenomenon? I'll just do the second part first. Uh, you could tell that Hamilton was a thing by the time we were in previews at the public. It was just an energy that it was like unreal. Yeah. Like people were just, uh, they were so lit. They were so lit. They like, were so lit. Like, it like was, but the lit wasn't even a thing it wasn't back even, then. It wasn't but they even, were lit. Like, it was just they like, were like at whoa. 100. Yeah. Yes. And it was so like, Joel you could Gray tell. had to like steal a seat, right? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Joel Gray. That was a story that yeah. was like, uh, I'm Joel Gray. Like, pardon so. me. Yeah. I'm going to be in this. I am <laughs> Joel Gray, sir. <laughs> All right, here you go. <laughs> you can stand here. You can stand here. No. Um, so like, so we we felt it like as soon as we got an audience. Up until we got an audience, we were like, we think it's good. I think it's good. You all think it's good. We also think it's good. But once we got an audience, they were screaming, and we were like, it is. Like right, it's pretty ev- great. And everyone else knows. Like, yeah. We thought we were the only ones that knew, but everyone knows. It's Secrets awesome. out now. Yeah. Yeah. And from then on, we knew it was awesome. Right. So um, your personal life, have people been like coming out of the woodwork? And of course, all the, you know, like that, like that professor that has never talked to you, but then all of a sudden, like, is your friend on Facebook and is like, hey, my friend of a friend is in New York this weekend. Can you get them tickets? I'm like, no, I can't get them no. tickets. I can't get my auntie a ticket. <laughs> also, like I used to work mostly freelance and I would work, you know, one show that was open for one month. Right. You know, and then I'd start doing like nine to five shop build work. And I had like kind of a flexible schedule with evenings every once in a while. Right. And now I'm permanently on this schedule for the last three years of you know i only have monday nights off and my 
now husband, he is a lawyer, so he works nine to five. So Monday nights are sacred. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. That's when we see each other. Right. Emily's asking, when if something happens during the show, uh-huh. do you fix them in the moment? Do you write them down? down or like what is it like when someone like lack is Mm. there like what are notes like for you if you're just really doing your job based on what everyone else is doing right 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 um so it kind of depends it's like a little bit of a triage like if it's like an overall note that's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. they might not lack lack gives notes like he will he will write them then he'll consolidate them then he'll send them out and the sound notes are like just the sound notes. I don't give Lack's everybody's lack. notes. I mean, he he can't Lack's help it. Lack's lack. He, he, he so really like, just can't It'll help be it. an email to the whole team. It'll be Nevin and Jason and Justin and me. Everyone so who's So just involved. the sound team? Yes. Okay. And it will just be the sound notes. And it'll be like, hey, you know, I thought York, top of Yorktown was a little too loud. Um, and then it'll be like, cause we got to go somewhere. Um, it's the, when, once you get to the we won, we won, we won. Yeah. Then, I mean, that's, then you go all the way. That, yeah. But like, you know, uh, at like the battle of Yorktown. Bong, bong, oh no, bong. that's gotta be low. Yeah. Even I know that. So I got a note that was like, yeah, yeah piano just like a touch too loud. And oh. I'm like, okay, okay. Be at zero instead of plus one. Got it. <laughs> okay, fine. Or, um, so those, so like those notes will come in usually a day or two after Lack watched and he'll like refine them. Right. And how often does that happen? Um, he's a busy man, so not that often. He is. Yeah, he's been living in London for quite some yeah. time to yeah. put up that that other thing. No, to put up Lon- uh, Hamilton. In yeah, London. that's another name. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, so like not that often. Kurt, who's the MD for our company, Kurt Crowley, Kurt Sir Crowley. Kurt Crowley, as I call him, the wonderful. Um, he he sits back there with me or Justin. Like, I think every every two weeks about mm-hmm. and they're less notes and more like conversations or it's like do you think that we should you know adjust this or do you like, have creative input at all or i mean do they kind of like, yeah i mean great. like like I, we give like a lot of like because we hear the show from out there so much and there's a lot of trust in this family yeah. so like you know i i can be like you know he'll be like you know do you think that so and so is like be if you are you mixing them quiet or are they just giving you less mm-hmm. is it an acting choice is it, right. do i need to ask them to just give you more and and i i, I can be honest with me like you know as time has gone on this moment has gotten quieter or this moment's gotten louder or right. you know what that's me i can i can bring them up they've mm-hmm. given me enough um so there's like I some like enough. <laughs> they're giving me enough <laughs> um so yeah there's a little bit of but but you know there is a vision that right. we're all like kind of working towards so it's like this has gotten away from what it was was originally then like you know that's a note that's yeah not, that's not like a well i think it's better now yeah yeah um so yeah so that's that's kind of like the the conversation but the notes that i get from like the music team are very different from like the notes that i get from my boss like nevin nevin gives like the coolest notes and he doesn't really get to to come by that often a note mm-hmm. but like the notes that we get from him this is my favorite one that he gave the last time i mixed for him he was like okay when, as a kid in a caribbean i wished for a war that needs to be much more conspiratorial i was like <laughs> all right 
quieter so you have to kind of like lean in because it's a secret right because because you're conspiring like as a kid in the caribbean i wish for you guys i and wish then, uh, this podcast <laughs> is video because Adelie is giving me all of this it's uh, amazing. <laughs> so then like the rise ups instead of being like instead of being like oh i'm a narrator because that's like a different vibe like as a kid in the caribbean i wished for a war yeah like that's louder because it's like store like you need information this if when everyone was like this needs to be much more conspiratorial it's like no you're leaning in this is a this is a secret like he is ready for a war he like, wants maybe this maybe only war. talking to himself yeah exactly and the rise ups instead of being like rise up it's like it's like the back it's like a secret it's like the guys are also like come on yeah we're like, gonna the, like the, make the, a war the angel on the shoulder yeah yeah like, so yeah, then yeah. it slowly builds now so that when so then when by the time we get to here comes the general you're like Lady. we this like, is what we wanted yes. and we built up to this and it was uh, like a slow build and now we're fucking ready because here comes george uh, washington uh, and then you're like then we're lit and it's and then the lights are on and everyone is dancing as a kid in the Caribbean, I wished for a war. I knew that I was poor. I knew it was the only way to rise up. If they tell my story, I am either gonna die on the battlefield in glory or rise up. I will fight for this land, but there's only one man who can give us a command so we can rise up. Understand, it's the only way to rise up, rise up. Here he comes. Here comes the general. Ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the general. The moment you've been waiting for. Here comes the general. The pride of Mount Vernon. Here comes the general. George Washington. We are outgunned, outmanned, outnumbered, outplanned. You gotta make an all out stand. Hey yo, I'm gonna need a right hand man. Can I be real a second for just a millisecond? Let down my guard and tell the people how I feel a second. Now I'm the model of a modern major general, the venerated Virginian veteran whose men are all lining up to put me up on a pedestal, writing letters to relatives embellishing my elegance and eloquence. But the elephant is in the room. The truth is in your face when you hear the British cannons go. That's like the genius of Nevin. It's like he's like here's the story we're telling right and like maybe nobody else has thought of it this way but like this is what's going to take that next explosion of sound to the next level so it's like a it's a precursor buildup, and I, I loved that note i was like oh yeah totally i got the, i got a very similar note during sorry, my history. jaw is on the ground I, just, <laughs> I got a similar note during history has its eyes on you because because when nick christopher was mm-hmm. washington man he would like belt the fuck out of yeah him. i saw him He's one time and it was so good my goodness gracious so like so this is this is right before right before yorktown Mm -hmm. i was younger than you are now yeah right before that moment he's like alexander yeah and i was getting pretty loud because he was belting his face off and i was just like i was just like i'm i'm slamming it so i got a note that was like (laughs) hey we need to not go there yet because we gotta we're going there at the end of this when we get to battle of yorktown so if you if you go there now 
that intimate moment isn't it's gonna like lose its intensity so just don't get quite so big so that that intimate moment this is a conversation between two men who've known each other through a war right so like so go there with them and i was just like oh you're totally right like i'm robbing the relationship i can't believe that the notes for the that the, for the sound booth is is something is so um, as emotional as this is <laughs> where it's like go there with them and i love it's, that you're like so but ch- i love the music so yeah, much yeah i'm like, like- <laughs> i'm like when he's belting but also there's a story yeah of course and so like so we really are trying to like he's like this is a relationship moment not a singing moment right you know or like it is but you know like like focus on these but men for you yeah just to let the audience get to and they gotta take that breath to. and like live in this space so that they can feel the intensity increase as the volume gets louder they're like because if you sit in that quiet for a minute then the the change is like so much more like felt right t anderson's asking do you have a, a song that gets stuck in your head the most it changes week to week this week it is definitely like take a break I'm, I'm ready for a break. I'm ready for Monday. <laughs> and I'm just like, and get away. <laughs> like, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Um, no, I'm not going to do it. But please. it's, but, oh God, it's so high. It's so high. It's, it's just so, I mean, they're just, they're, they are not of this world. It's just, they're so good. It's so good. God, they're so good. <laughs> wants to know are you also a musician uh hmm i would say yes but i don't like actively play anymore when i was a kid i played the cello and and then i moved and the school that i moved to didn't have orchestra so then i went into choir so do you think that like knowing a little bit about like being, being able a to musician music is using that really helps useful. you yeah. yeah it's 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 super useful if you're going yeah. to be a sound engineer. Not that you can't. Like you have ear. If you have ears and like a feel, like do it. Yeah. But but if you're like, oh, I'm going into this and I want to learn more, a music class will only help you. Also, mixing is like playing an instrument. It, it really feels like it. Look, I said this to you <laughs> in this recording, and when I was watching you, it, it's a very rhythm. It's a beautiful thing to watch, really. Like it's just it. It what you are doing, I think, is a very like smooth, cool, rhythmic, awesome thing. And I know it's just because like it, you are so good at your job, but it really is like it's like uh, it's like watching someone play strings on something. Yeah, really, I could see that. I could see that. It's yeah. the freaking coolest thing ever I, I agree i also think it's a very cool thing it's the, oh my god <laughs> um and then i'm just gonna ask one more question and then we will wrap this up because i think i've held you hostage for just about eight hours um david is asking were you involved in the recording of the cast album not me no nevin was around with that because you you know the album sounds a lot like the show mm-hmm. so we built the show first right and then they recorded the album so i think that you know there were conversations i am boots on the ground infantry right so like no i was i was running the show right but you were a little bit i mean because you were like cause, you, because i'm part of it of and because course. like the microphones that 
that I built are this influence the sound that they were hearing. So like, thank you. Ripples, ripples, ripples. Thank you for actually <laughs> saying that. Oh my God. I just looked at the clock. Uh, it is 10 oh, o'clock. Wow. Annalie, I adore you. I think you are the coolest, nicest, awesome. smartest, <laughs> um, most amazing person. I just want you to think that I'm like a fraction of how cool you are. You're so cool. Are you thank kidding you me? Thank you so, so so much um promise me one thing okay never say that what you do is not interesting ever again <laughs> okay never again will i say it's not interesting okay. <laughs> and then i'm gonna ask you to please remind kim mark and uh, i mean and and Ian i'll just Weber. tell all the i'll just make a tech announcement like hey um crew we've been specifically requested to just buy g.pen uh that we're that she just thinks we're really interesting and we're not allowed to say we're not Sorry. Thank you. And not just me. And everyone will be like, who's making this announcement? Yeah, and they're like, who the hell is G.Pen? <laughs> it doesn't oh. matter. <laughs> the point is, is that my listeners are, and I am freaking obsessed. Thank you so, 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 so much for this experience. It was a dream come true that I didn't even know was a dream that I had. And I, I just, I, you radiate goodness and, and amazing vibes. So thank you so, so much. Um, where can anyone find you if they want to follow you on all the things? Oh, um, on Instagram, mm -hmm. I'm frecklessly seven. That's reckless with an f in front of it frecklessly seven and with a seven <laughs> that's that's where i live i post things about right. food in hamilton yes. and cats uh, yeah <laughs> and your brand new husband and my brand new handsome oh, husband hey alex <laughs> all right well we're gonna have to do a double date soon absolutely mike yeah i'm like new married so like i'm like oh my gosh married couple dates oh my god oh. yeah let's do it yes great okay because we're like the married couple who doesn't have kids Exactly. And then everyone else has all the married has couples of kids. kids. So yeah, things. let's do this. Okay, we'll be amazing. like creative nerds. Everyone's <laughs> jealous right now. <laughs> this is a little inside baseball. Um, well, you guys, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I will talk to you so soon. I am G.Pen. I'm ALC. Yes. Support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Hamilcast. You can get access to the closed Facebook group where you can submit questions for upcoming guests, get behind the scenes access, live AMA videos, and other cool rewards. My gratitude for the Patreon peeps is through the roof and always will be. Thehamilcast.com is the home of all your podcast needs, including episodes, guest bios, and my Hamil reference heavy and extensive notes on the Chernow chapters that I insist on calling chirpters. Sorry about that. You can listen to episodes anywhere you get your podcasts, but I'm just saying if you really loved it, you would subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're looking for the podcast on social media, it couldn't be easier. At the Hamilcast on all the things. I'm at Jillian with a G on all social media. And you can check out The Residuals, my web series with Mike, you know Mike, at theresiduals.tv. And my true crime podcast with Patrick Hines of Theater People at truecrimeobsessed.com. Thank you again for listening to The Hamilcast. I'll talk to you in five seconds on Twitter. Twitter.